Welcome back, little roadie listeners. This is week... This is week five now. Week five? Wow, already? Week Damn. five, and podcast... I think this is podcast number seven. Wow, look at that. Good for us. Pat on the shoulder. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but this week, we're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline last week and all the acquisitions made um, previously and how we think it's going to impact all the teams going forward and who we can see kind of taken off from... Uh, where they are and who's going to get better and who didn't from them. But anyways, we're your hosts, Aaron and Josh. And Aaron, if you want to take it from there. Yep. And just to go from what we've said in previous videos, this video is obviously going to be brought to you by... Hello, I'm Robinson, and I'd like to bring us to our sponsor, Anthony Jewelers. Right now, Anthony Jewelers has 60% off diamonds, 50% off wedding bands, and 65% off gold chains. As shown on the screen, you can call for a direct appointment with this number, and you can always check out the website to see what Anthony Jewelers has to offer with the link provided below. And it's what Anthony Jewelers always says, it's where Rhode Island gets engaged. Just like the past couple videos, and that's going to continue to be our guys over there, Anthony's Jewelers. Um, yeah, so the first thing, like Josh was saying, we're going to talk about just NBA trades, even if it doesn't affect, like, playoffs or anything this year, or potential contenders, just kind of like maybe future moves. Um, right potential picks, all that type of stuff. Yeah, obviously there was no blockbuster trades, really, that's going to propel one team to automatically be a contender now. Yeah. But, you know, we'll just, like, you know, go in depth on everything. Yeah, this is basically, from the couple podcasts ago, it's like a, kind of like a re-up again. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going we're gonna to share, we got the, all the trades right in front of us. So, Josh, you said you wanted to start off on this first one. It's nothing big, nothing special, but... Two young players being sent. Yeah. I like Hamadou Diallo. I'm not going to lie. I liked him at Kentucky. He's a good athlete. I like what he can bring to a team. He's athletic. He can get to the rim. He's got potential to be a good defender as well. Um, I think the Pistons got a good player in him. So we'll see how that turns out. Obviously, it's not going to make a difference right now. Pistons, they're going to be on pace to, you know, be a top three, have a chance to get a top three pick in the lottery. But... I just like to pick up there for the Pistons. Yeah, it, it, the funny part, the funny part about this trade is just seeing the Thunder getting another pick. Like that's the only yeah, thing. Like I, I look know, at right? this, the Thunder just keep getting picks and picks, and it's gonna be very interesting to follow because I think they said over the next like six, seven years or something, they got thirty-four picks. Yeah, something like that. It was, like, it was like seventeen first and seventeen seconds. It was just like right. Yep. Who, what yeah, team so they needs gotta, that many? They got to either turn a bunch of those into a stud player and then draft a couple yeah, guys. Yeah, they better they better hit on someone. If they don't, they're screwed. Yeah, and then, I mean, this Trevor Reza, Myers Leonard one, the Heat just get a veteran guy, decent depth. Yeah, um, good shooter, good defender, nothing crazy. Probably won't even play that much. I don't even know if he'll crack the rotation, really. Yeah. And Myers Leonard, we all know why he got traded. And actually, didn't he get released now? Yeah, he's released now, and he probably won't play basketball for quite some time anymore. So yeah, probably not. We don't even rip. need to get into that. He's just an idiot. There's nothing else to yeah, say about to him. that. Now, this trade is very interesting because I think so too. The Rockets did give up a 2022 first round pick in this deal, but they get the 2023 first rounder and the option to swap the 2021, which is necessary because the Rockets right. kind of need. Um, Rockets need youth, youth and yeah. Like but a I don't think the Bucks are gonna. Yeah, I don't think the Bucks are gonna have a 
good pick in 2021. Oh, no. Probably not. They're in third I... place right now, and that's probably not going to change. Yeah, I think they already have another first-round pick just from the James yeah. Harden trade anyways, especially in 2022. Right. I'm sure they have one. They had a bunch of firsts from that deal. But P.J. Tucker... 2022, though, is going to be interesting. Yeah. Yep. Because the, Bucks, be really potentially, for the, Bucks. the Bucks potentially could get a decent... Another decent young player from, from yeah, this. Absolutely. And that's scary to think, but... This was kind of just like a marginal marginal move. P.J. Tucker gives a veteran depth, good defense. Yeah, great defender, Eastern, good shooter. Especially in the East, you're going to need it against Overall, the Nets. Overall, you know, just a winner. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to need it against the Nets. You're going to need it against the 76ers. Those are the top three contenders right now in the East. So, Yeah. They all and made improvements. Karuk's, yeah, I don't think Karuk's really uh, cracked the rotation for the Bucks, but... He's just a spot-up shooter, if anything. Player, yeah. He's a spot-up shooter, yeah. if anything, so... Like your kid, so who knows? Maybe he could be a good player down the line. Yep, we'll move past that deal because I think that's that's just like a cash can thing. Yeah, there's let's not even waste our time on that. And now, now here's this, a fun one. This is a fun one. I mean, I'm a Duke fan, so it's good to see Wendell Carter actually go to a team that will give him opportunities this year. Um, the Bulls, they were so big the past couple of years with Larry Marketing and Wendell Carter playing next to each other. Now Wendell Carter gets to kind of play his own center role, which is good to see. Right. But, you would have thought they would have complemented each other, though, better. You know, one yeah. being a better shooter, one being, like, more uh, post-up paint player, offensive yeah. rebound getter. Honestly, the biggest effect just didn't of that work. was probably Zach Levine turning into a star. I mean, he was always good, but the Chicago Bulls, Zach Levine has turned into a totally different player. Yeah, absolutely. He but, really took off. I mean, you gave up a good amount. Otto Porter Jr., I don't expect him to stay in the Magic. It wouldn't surprise me he gets bought out in the next week for some reason. It yeah, doesn't it really make on how sense much to time he's got left on his contract. Because I know he yeah. got a pretty big one from the Magic initially. Like $30 million a year, I want to say. Yeah. Something ridiculous like that. But Something I, he's not worth. Yeah, but the Bulls do give Vucevic, which gives them two centers now to be along with Kobe White, Zach Levine, who could shoot the ball. I mean, Vucevic's an all-star center, top five, top six center. You know, it, it makes sense. Yeah, and, and he'll he probably be able to retain him. Too, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, and they'll be able to retain, retain him. He'll, yeah, he'll so do you think guy. that – let me ask you this. Do you think this makes the Bulls a playoff team from this point? I think, think this gives them – I think this gives them an opportunity to be a playoff team. It gives them – I think so. It's not an easy out team anymore. I think Kobe White's getting better. And I think, I think so still, there's still one offseason away of being a contender team. I think they are a playoff team. But if they have a good offseason, like I know Lonzo Ball is interested. Now, if Lonzo Ball can come in to Chicago maybe next year and be their pure point guard and play with a bunch of scores. Yeah, that'd be interesting because Kobe White, he's like a combo guard. He can play off yeah. or on the ball too. So you know, that would actually work well. Kobe White can shoot the ball. Zach Levine's obviously showed you he's a sniper now. He's an all-around player. Marketing. They said marketing yeah, is not in their future anymore. So marketing might be in a trade that would that would send that him would be to, to the Pelicans. So who knows? Imagine. That'll be something to watch. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll look out for that. Um, I think I think it's tough to tell. You can't really pick a winner of this deal because these two future first round picks. Um, yeah, I gotta say Wendell Carter Jr. going to Magic. That's a great opportunity for him. I was high on him coming into the draft. I thought he's yeah. a solid guy. I think you know. I think, like, amongst his peers, they did a survey, and they said that he's going to have the most solid NBA career from his draft class. And, you know, honestly, I could have, you know, I agree with that. I could see him being, like, a 15, 17-year guy. 
Yeah. In the NBA. He reminds me kind of he, – it's like a better version of Tristan Thompson. You get consistent like 10 and 10 games. He's a better yeah. scorer, better pro, better scorer, better post player. But I think he'll be having like a Tristan Thompson career where he'll still get some money. He'll bounce from playoff team to playoff team when it gets to the opportunity. But yeah, it's tough to pick a winner of this deal just because the first round picks, you got to see what's going on. You got to see how the Bulls react with getting Vucevic. Right. Yeah, I worry about the Bulls on defense though still. Yeah, this is this is a good trade. Um Norman Powell gives, I mean, he's turned into a great scorer. I mean, it started last year as well, even before the bubble. He's always been yeah. a streaky scorer, but now he got the consistency this year on on the Raptors. Yeah, Nick Nurse got a lot out of him. Yeah. Yeah, this so, year he's averaging like 19, well, on the Raptors at least, he was averaging like 19.6 points per game, which yep. is like, you know, huge for him. And it gives yep. the Blazers another like score and a good scoring option, and he can defend decently. Yeah. Just so a solid it, player. Yeah, and then and then the Raptors get two, well, more Gary Trent Jr. than Ronnie Hood. Ronnie Hood, I'm not really sure what his age off the top of my head. I know he's been in the league for a little bit because he's part of the Jabari Parker Duke team. And Jabari Got to be late 20s now. Yeah, but Gary Trent Jr. is a nice addition. He's a guy that can score yeah, well good from you. Piece. Play the same role as Norman Powell, kind of. But the yeah. Raptors will have to retool this offseason and see what they're going to do with Kyle, um, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, absolutely. This deal, it's, it's a lot. There's just a bunch of seconds, a bunch of random players, but the 76ers yeah, did get George Hill. Yeah, nothing there. Yeah, that's a good good veteran pickup there. Yep, they they did get George Hill, so he's a nice vet. He, I mean, he was part of a couple of championship teams already in his career, especially I think most recent one was with LeBron on that, I think, 2018 right. team. So, I mean, that gives him a nice just veteran presence. I mean, Terrence was Ferguson. Was he on that team that won the championship? Yes. He was on a team with, like, Jeff Green, LeBron. George Hill, Kyle Korver, like that 20 team that beat the Celtics and then lost to the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. A I was going to say, right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they, they, it was got, like, they lost to the, um, it was LeBron versus four all They lost to the Warriors. They got killed. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. That was the Isaiah Thomas year. Wow. Not a, not a bright year for the Cavs. Yeah. Um, this was not a massive trade, but Nemanja Angelica, Bajelica. He's a nice veteran piece. Same thing. The Heat kind of just went in. Yeah, got he's a tough guy. Pieces. He plays hard and he can shoot well. Yeah. Big older, guy, too. Older due to the league. I and mean, they didn't give up really much anything for him. So, no. Nothing really to yeah, say that's... there. Nothing yeah. really said here. DeLon Wright's actually having a pretty decent year for what it's yeah, worth. Yeah, he was. Um, it is, I don't know why the Kings did it, but I guess it's just better depth, better backup depth. Um, and he's kind of like a combo guard. He played point guard for the Pistons this year, but I know he's yeah. He could play off guard. the ball too, though. Yeah, Marquis. I I like this deal cut. first, but Marquis Chris got cut, so we'll see what yeah, team so he ends up on. Not, um, if he even does get on a team, but yeah, the Warriors weren't Matt Thomas. Him around. That was the um good shooter that the all the Raptor fans were talking about on Twitter, and then he yeah. turned out not to do anything, right? Yeah, I don't know. Funny how that goes. It's funny because these two trades, if anybody watched yeah, and followed the deadline, Davis too. if Look anybody followed the deadline, everybody thought Kyle Lowry is confirmed traded because they traded away two guys and figured if you try to trade Kyle Lowry, you're going to get multiple players and picks. So I yeah. thought, I really thought that these two random players being gone to fill up two roster spaces, I really thought Kyle Lowry was going to the Raptors. Are like, nope, we're just going to take the second round picks. And I was honestly hoping on. so. I'm done with Kyle Lowry being on the Raptors. Man, he's yeah, he'll, train, uh, he'll be a seventy. He'll be a seventy-sixer next year. He'll go back to where he was. That's what I'm thinking. 
Um, this is kind of a random Brad trade. Brad Wanamaker, best backup point guard ever. Yeah, I not don't so know. much. <laughs> There's not not much to say about this. I mean, Wanamaker is not a bad depth option. I know. I think they did this only because Lamelo Ball might be out for the year. So yeah, most likely they needed some point guard depth. They got it for cheap. It's not bad. Yeah, that's now, this not really is, a big deal. This is a very weird deal. There's nothing too sexy about this deal. I mean, Celtics fans. I mean, Daniel Tice. People are gonna miss Daniel Tice. Um, Javante Green. But for some reason, say he was uh, Jarebko, Jarebko, uh 2.0. Yeah, Luke Honestly, Cornette. perfect analysis. That's all you got to know, people. Celtics fans, Jarebko 2.0. Any big white dude who comes to the Celtics automatically <laughs> starts shooting the basketball. Like Automatically. I, I remember when we had Tyler Zeller, and he was never good. And then he came to Boston, he was halfway decent. And then the past couple of nights watching Luke Cornette, he's actually decent for us for some reason. But I watched the rest of Kier, he's an awful field goal percentage guy his three-point percentage wasn't great either and he played on trash teams so and he wasn't getting yeah. rotational minutes on trash teams so i don't understand how he just came here and all of a sudden he's playing 10 15 minutes in his first couple of games and was shooting good i don't know celtics and, gives everybody a trial and if you can do uh, something wagner you'll get I minutes mean, but if you can't you're done nothing special we don't even need to waste our breath anymore wagner. on this trade this yeah. is not a bad get for the Nuggets. The Nuggets did get much better at the trade deadline. They didn't even give up much for Javale McGee, who's actually revived his career. He's had a couple no, of I good agree. years in a row. He was good in Cleveland. He's always been a high energy big. He I don't was. know why like more teams never really like you know try to sign him. He was high energy, but his IQ never really came around until like four years ago. Yeah, true. He, he started going spurts, I guess. He started going to more veteran based teams, and then he started yeah. to actually get better. Now this is a weird one. Because the Clippers, who are desperate for a point guard all year, were surrounded by all these young guys that they wanted to go out and get. And then they ended up getting, like, Rondo. But it's a good yeah, deal because Rondo, as we've seen, playoff Rondo's a different breed. This dude might average 3-3 three and three this year, but playoff time he'll give you 10-8 and eight for some reason. So Yeah, I was just going to say 3-3 three and three is not cutting it, though. But the I Hawks – I mean, I guess for the Clippers. The Hawks are in playoff contention. Help. You do get – a scorer off the bench, which is helpful. And you got a couple second round picks and cash considerations. So it's not the worst. Yeah, and the Hawks don't play defense, so you they're know both might as well get as much scoring they're as both you can. Older, they're both older players. They're both going to be yeah. in retirement the, with the next couple of years. It's kind of just a flip, even flip of older guys. That's what I was thinking. It's honestly a wash. It's not really a big deal. This is a nice little deal for the Mavericks. Only I was because... thinking that too. J.J. Redick to the Mavs, that's yeah. a big deal. Two shooters. Two two shooters to put around Luka. Is always smart. It's kind of just like it's like LeBron. You 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 surround him with your shooting right. guards and power forwards are should be able to shoot the ball when you play with LeBron. Your two in between positions need to shoot the ball. So yeah. Luca, who's putting up LeBron type statistics and touches the ball just as much as LeBron does, they went out and got him two more shooters. So very easy trade. I didn't yeah, give they, up much. They're either. just basically trying to replace Seth Curry in his production from last year. Yeah. Granted, though, J.J. Redick isn't as good this year as no, yeah, he's on the years. decline, unfortunately. He's on the decline, but maybe there's some new juice. He should still contribute, though. He's still a good shooter. I mean, we're recording this, just to say before I talk about this, we're recording this on March 29th after the Celtics game where Evan Fournier just shot over 10 in his debut. So we're going to pretend oh, like that didn't happen, and we're going <laughs> to talk about our initial reaction. This is a good deal. I mean, the dude's Man's got 20. Hot. He was a. He's got good field goal percentage. He can shoot the ball. 
two first, two second round picks and the worst backup point guard I've ever seen in my life got traded. So, yep. I don't, I don't mind this trade at all. He didn't do well yeah, in no, his first I, I game. I like Fournay. I do like him, but at the same time, Celtics not, fans, just to let you all know, he yeah. is Marcus Smart 2.0 when it comes to inconsistency. He yeah, is he, hot and cold. He's the definition of it. Would I rather have him than Jeff Teague? 100% of the time. Oh, yeah, of course. But don't expect Evan Fournier to come in and be like what, like Gordon Hayward and stuff. Like he's not. Yeah, he's not going to. Basically, he's not going to change this trajectory of the season yeah. at all. He's not uber talented. He's a scorer. He can get you some buckets. He didn't have a great first game. He'll turn it around. I'm not too worried about it. Now, this yeah. was. This doesn't make. This makes sense, but then doesn't make sense at the same time. Now, just to explain my reasoning why I said that. Is Rockets' hands were tied, though. They didn't have m- many options with that. Yes. So they're doing this intentionally because they knew he wasn't staying. They're accepting the rebuild, too. Yes. At this they're ex- point. They're accepting it. They took on the two contracts, but they did diss 2022 draft pick swap just because now, just in case, they had the ability to move up anyways. Yeah. It's just giving them yeah, the not? option. If the Rockets are randomly good next year and the Heat randomly trash next year, the option of swapping is there. Yeah, that's basically that's like a why is. not, you know. Yeah. If you get it, take it. That's just what it is. There's not too much to yeah. it. It's a good deal for the Heat, who have the opportunity to re-sign him because he likes Miami. He's always been connected to Miami. Old Depot's a good shooting guard. Adding him to Butler, Harrow, yeah. Bam. That's it's a deep team. That's another, That might be the fourth best contender in the East. Honestly, yeah. They started off slow. They've been in a better track. They have good veteran players. They have guys who just went to yeah. the finals last it's year. It's weird, too. They recently, like, they got hot, and then now they've been, like, cooling off a little. But with Oladipo, he should make a better impact and uh, now, get them back on track. I like this deal for the Magic better than the Vucevic deal just because I, I like am, Hampton. I'm still high in Hampton. I like Hampton a lot. Gary Harris yeah, doesn't why not? He's me. young he, guy with good potential. Yeah. Aaron yeah, Gary Gordon, Harris, he's not really much. Aaron Gordon's an in-betweener. He's a good player. He'll never be a great player. No, but, but he should help. Um, he's he should help Jokic. Yeah. Like him running pick and roll with Jokic or being able to shoot the ball. Yeah. He's athletic. He's a decent defender due to his athleticism. So. Yeah, he plays hard too. But I like this. I mean, the, they traded Gordon and Vucevic, but they got four first-round picks. Another young player in RJ Hampton. Another yeah, player honestly, in Yeah, what Carter. else could they have gotten for uh, Aaron Gordon? Yeah. That's probably and, the best they really got. And that's it for the trade deadline. I mean, we could go all the way down to the bottom. Like Josh said this before yeah. we started recording. This is a dead horse But that trade. would just be beating the dead horse, yeah. We've talked about this a million times. The Rockets got fleeced on this deal. I don't care what anyone says. It doesn't matter. James Harden forced a hand here. I don't care. I really don't care about pick swaps and stuff like that. You just traded the best player, one of the best players in the in the world. Yeah, oh, just being the and you didn't even, let's move on from that. I don't even, even want to like But here's the one thing that confused me on this deal. On that. You didn't keep Karis LeVert or even attempt know, to get Jared Allen like, in this why? deal. It didn't, it didn't make sense. If you're going to trade James Harden, you need to get the other two best players in the deal. And somehow you ended up with neither of them. And then you traded oh, yeah. Oladipo from that deal for a pick swap. And two vets that are probably going to get bought out, or at least one of them is. So yeah, luckily for Houston, though Christian Wood likes it there, and he likes the coach. So yeah, you're lucky if Christian yeah, Wood the, for two more years. That's the one um, silver lining for uh, Houston Rocket fans. Yeah. So now that we went over the trade deadline, I mean, this isn't updated because I haven't seen the Celtics just lost and all that. So twenty-three but, and twenty-four. Gotta love it, Celtics fans. Am I right? But yeah, like we were like, like I said mediocre. earlier. 
Philly, Philly, Brooklyn, and Bucks. Clearly, the Philly's top been three solid teams. all year. Yeah, you know, I knew when they teams. got like when they got rid of Josh Richardson and they got um Seth Curry. I knew that was going to be huge for them because mm-hmm. Josh Richardson, man, he just like he went in there with high expectations and he could not deliver. But the big difference here from our first pot NBA podcast that we did like early in the month, our first actual video. The Knicks and Hornets, I don't think, were in playoff contention. They were down here somewhere. Now look at them. Four yeah. and five, 24 and 22, I know, 23 look at and that. 22. And they're, they're not bad teams, honestly. And it might, it might be because of COVID, no fans and stuff, just similar to what March Madness is going on now. Way more upsets than right. what it is usually. You know, fans make a massive difference sometimes. You know what, though? I will say advantage. this. I think the Hornets are low-key deep, too. They are. You know, they got Monk, Hayward. Devontae Graham, Rosier, they had Lamelo Ball, and Lamelo Ball. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like it's uh, actually supposed to come back. Right Five guys, if, rather. If they make the playoffs, I think they said Lamelo Ball could be healthy enough to play in the playoffs. So, uh, if I was the Hornets, I would want him to get that experience. Yeah. So, I mean, if push comes to shove, Lamelo Ball might be back. If I'm Hornets Michael Jordan, I'm trying to get him back to to the playoffs at least. Yeah, might be a tough out. I mean, the Hawks have progressed much better. The Heat, yeah. like I said, they started really slow, but they're back up now. Old Depot just got there. They're gonna. They have a lot of help in the way. Old Depot, Ariza, and Bedelica added to Harrow, Drogic, yeah, they got, Butler, they got Bam. good depth again, basically. They got a good team. Duncan Robinson, like the Heat. Yeah. I think the Heat are probably the fourth best overall team in the East. I want to say the Celtics, but honestly, I don't really have much faith in them right now. I mean, offensively, they're fine. You know what, though? I'm not so quick to throw, like, you know, the fraud on the Knicks yet. I think they actually could potentially make it to the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, they're a very good defensive team. Yeah. Very good. It's crazy, huh? They're young, young though. And we'll see how Julius Randle reacts to, like, him being the star, like, number one option right now. Yeah, and obviously his elevated play has, like, you know, helped him get there, but... Mm -hmm. And then in the West, I mean, I also against the second round to talk about the buyouts too. We probably could have put that on the screen, but I mean, there's only really three major buyouts. I mean, we obviously saw yeah. Blake Griffin and Aldridge go to the Nets because, of course, because everybody. Knew. I don't think Blake Griffin's going to matter much. I think his career is pretty much done. Even no. though his first points apparently for the Nets were was a dunk. Yeah, but... I mean, I still think they're frauds. I think. My personal opinion is not going to really matter to anybody, but yeah, I'll give tell a you this. Stamp. The NBA is tough to watch now. Like, it's still fun. It's still cool. I'm still going to watch the Celtics, but it's tough to watch because now it's just like, instead of instead of these buyout players, like, I understand that they want to go and win a championship and stuff like that. I really do. Right. But it's so annoying to watch the Nets get these players. Like it really is, and it, that, that Griffin goes for, doesn't bother me, but Aldridge does because he's yeah. still putting up like fourteen and five. That goes for any and team. he can shoot. So it just goes for any team. The Nets are trying to win now. I understand it's smart for them yeah. to go into the buyout market and get these players. They want to come play with you. Obviously, if I'm the GM of the Nets and Aldridge and Blake Griffin show, tell yeah, me that no, they're it's interested, it's a no brainer for the Nets. No-brainer. It's not on them. You do it every it's single. It's more time. on the. Guys who are signing with them, yeah, it's or just, you could say the NBA for allowing it too. But I think it's I guess it's not the biggest deal in the world because obviously they are in like, you know, the downswing of their career and they only yeah. got a few more years left. Blake Griffin, who knows, this could be his last year. Yeah, I mean, I do like the Drummond pickup for the Lakers. I mean, I eh, I I'm do and sound, I don't. He's kind of an empty stats player. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound. I, I like him at the same time. I don't know. 
yeah, I'm going to sound fraudulent for saying this because I was just complaining about the Nets. It's funny because the Lakers are still kind of deep too, but in, with injuries and stuff like that, and then some of their free agents that they got aren't playing out. Drummond yeah. for Lakers doesn't actually bother me. Usually it bothers me to see people like that team up with LeBron for cheap and stuff, but the Lakers actually really need a center because Marcus Hall has been trash all year. Davis has been hurt. Now LeBron's Yeah, hurt. what about Harold though? He's been pretty solid. He, he has, but he's been their only guy. And Harold yeah, is also right. a small ball center, so you can't really rely yeah, on true. him to be the full time center. Um, and then you know Schroeder, I think I, they I signed say him, too, and he hasn't really yeah. done that much. Well, not signed. No, yeah, he's had him. a bad year to be honest. He's but been I will hurt say too. this about Drummond too. I think, like you know, obviously his advanced stats are pretty bad compared to his like real stats. But I think in smaller and um, less playing time and smaller spurts, I think he will shine more. I yeah. think he actually will have an impact on winning. I, think I just think like the, he plays too much and he's always been on bad teams. So like, yeah, he really hasn't had the opportunity, but I think, I think, I think this would, will help both. If you put him in like the 25 minute range for the Lakers and LeBron always uses centers. I mean, LeBron is making yeah. I mean, LeBron makes everyone look good, but yeah, he does to have a, an athletic center. Like he uses Anthony Davis who who's been shooting more from the outside and post. It feels good to have a good offensive rebound, defensive rebounding center inside yeah absolutely but yeah it's just i don't know i, I don't want to go too much in depth it's just annoying to watch do the brooklyn yeah, Nets need these guys no they don't they were probably gonna no, absolutely there's a not. good chance they're gonna win it without blake griffin and aldrich you could tell me they're injury prone all they want it doesn't matter this blake griffin faked his his whole season with the pistons to get out and then sign yeah with them. pretty much aldrich never faked it i'm not worried i'm not more i'm more annoyed with blake griffin signing with the Nets than Aldrich. Aldrich, I think, is kind of way – first of all, he's much older. And I think he's – He was still having a better year, though, and he's a better shooter. Yeah, like, it's just for me, Blake Griffin, it's like, how can you not consider yourself a fraud after you just quit on your team that you willingly signed a contract extension with? And then, Yeah, that's a good point. And then you faked it, and then your first game back, you dunked the ball after not dunking a ball for your team. Then complaining all year, that, right? And then you complained that, that they the, said all year he didn't dunk once. He didn't dunk since like early 2019 or something like that. Wow. So it's like yeah, that's embarrassing. So it's like how you have all this out on you and you just still go out and do it. But I don't know. It, uh, it's just annoying. But yeah, well, we're gonna stop beating the dead horse on that. Yeah, but let me ask you this: So, who, like, you know, now that we're later in the year, who are your um, like, who can you see getting to the finals? Like, what are two or three teams from each conference? I'm still sticking for my guns in the first projected NBA video. I'm still picking Philadelphia out of the East. Um, I mean, Brooklyn probably will still beat them, but I'm still rolling. Philadelphia. I gotta say, for me, yeah, I like Philly. I like their odds. I hate. It's tough for me though to pick like um. Between Philly, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee, though, I will be honest. I hate Philadelphia. I think they're all pretty close. I really do. Yeah. I can't stand them. As a Celtics fan, especially, we've always faced them in the playoffs. But non biased, saying this in front of the camera twice now, I still think yeah. that Philadelphia 76ers are going to go to the finals this year. They're, they're bound to do it. They're a good defensive team. They still score a bunch of points, as you can see right here. Only five point, four and a half points left than. The Nets, they have a good yeah, ben defense. Simmons has been locked in defensively, like yep, big they, time too. They have a good defense. They added some depth in George Hill, so I still, I still think that they're just as good. 
So if not them, then who if from not the, the Nets, is like next in line. Yeah. I'm, and I'm still saying the Nets are probably going to beat Philly, but I'm just sticking with my guns. I don't want to switch sides. I'm still going with Philadelphia. And then in the West, I'm pretty sure I picked the Lakers. I mean, it's still tough now. It's it's still tough to commit to the Suns and Jazz. It is. Yeah, I agree. And then the Clippers got better. And I love Rondo. I think Rondo could potentially, potentially turn them around defensively and offensively. Playoff Rondo, man. Playoff Big Rondo's difference. a different breed, as you can maker. tell. The Lakers yeah. last year, he was the third best player behind. Playoff and TV Rondo. That's what yeah. it's all about. I don't understand what goes on in his brain. Half I would time. love to see the Suns or Jazz get it, but I'm just not buying in yet. Fully healthy Lakers. If I'm gonna watch, a, my if I want to watch the finals, I would want. I want to watch Nets and Lakers. I would hate to see it, but it'd be fun to watch. It would be. Yeah. If I want to, I want to see a, honestly. I want to see Lakers and Bucks. I'm gonna go with the Bucks because I just think Giannis. It's his time. I think he's gonna be locked in. I think he's gonna like not shy away from guarding the other team's uh, best player like he did last year. Yeah. Kind of, he could expose and put in his place. Let's be honest. Last, uh, last yeah. year in the bubble, and I think he's going to be more determined this year. And I would love to see that matchup for some for fun. I would want to see Philadelphia versus the Nuggets or Clippers for fun. Yeah, if I were to pick an actual NBA, look, I have no problem with from the Eastern Conference one, two, or three playing either the Jazz or the Suns or the Nuggets. Or yeah. even the Clippers, to be honest. I really don't want to see the Lakers, but I, I don't want to see the Lakers. Do I can't. I don't want to it's see hard to bet against LeBron and AD. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see LeBron. I don't want to see KD in the finals again. But guess what? Probably going to happen. If there's a betting favorite, Brooklyn and the Lakers are probably your top two favorites. So, yeah, probably. That's just what it is. If I were to pick a sleeper from each conference, like I said, I'd pick Miami from the East. I don't know if you really consider them a sleeper. Record wise, they're a sleeper, but team wise, they're not. And if I were to pick a sleeper from the West, yeah, I mean, hey, I already said the Nuggets. But if I were to pick a sleeper from the West, I'd probably say the Trailblazers because it wasn't too long ago where they weren't in the, they were just in the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors. So, and they still have the same team. And Nurkic just now is back from injury. So with Norman Powell too now. Yep. They and have they very didn't have deep team. last year. So. Yep, they have two good centers. Now they have t- three good guards. They still got Carmelo, who's a nice veteran presence scorer. Yeah, let's see what they can do. So hopefully they can. Uh, make a good push in the playoffs at least make it fun to watch yeah and then the last thing we wanted to just do quickly is just go kind of just go over the stats i mean there's not really too surprising to see these top five yeah, not many surprises not many changes here still be leading the league in scoring yeah uh, harden and westbrook right leading there. yeah harden and, and westbrook leading the league assist doesn't surprise me and um, beat dropped off a little though i remember uh in our last video he was a. Uh, he was around like 29, I want to say, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Canner, I did – nothing's really surprising from the rebounding list either. Canner might drop Yeah, I think that's – that uh, that's the drop. same pretty much. Capel leading the way. Yeah, Canner will drop. Yeah. Canner will drop a little bit because Nurkic is back. Yeah. Blocks. I mean, oh, Miles, Turner's Miles Turner's still leading the way too, huh? Three yeah, and a half. He's had a good year. Chris Boucher, that's another underrated player that needs to be talked about. Boucher is it Boucher? Is it Boucher like Bobby Boucher from uh, the Water Boy? I kind of want it to be Boucher now, just because of that. I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm kind of hoping it is now. Let us know in the comments if it's Boucher or Boucher. Yeah, if anybody knows, let us know. I'm pretty sure they say Boucher. And then steals. I mean, TJ McConnell, of course. He's why wouldn't he be on? Look at that! A backup point, a backup point guard (laughs) on the Pacers, leading the league, huh? (laughs) Because he's TJ McConnell. Amazing. Awesome That's sauce. 
That's why. And then team stats, I mean. Just, I feel just, like James Harden's making it a point, though, to lead the league in assess. Yeah, probably. Offensive leaders, I mean, nobody's literally nobody's surprised from these top five yeah, teams. Yeah, no, no surprises there. I mean, nobody should super be surprised from the defense leaders. Tom Look Thibodeau at the Jazz, though. Teams. You know, I will say going into the playoffs, that's very, very good for them. Yeah, being top. number three in offense and number five in defense. This might be another sleeper team to the Knicks. I mean, this, the roster-wise are not the I think they're going to give teams but... a tough time. Yep. Tom Thibodeau-less teams are tough. Competitive. Always difficult. Yeah. Not saying they're going to go to the finals or even the conference finals, but if they make it to the second round, I bet you they give whoever they play a run for their money. Yeah. I mean, so that's basically it. This is our – this was our, like, second update on the NBA – um, we probably won't do another unless something drastic happens, but yeah, we probably won't do another NBA one until probably like playoff time when seeds are set and we'll do like playoff prediction stuff. Um, but I mean, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the NBA season. Uh, difficult for me to watch now after what the Nets just did and all that, but yeah, but hey, it's still struggles. March Madness time during this time, so March Madness is what's going to be on the next two weeks anyways so but yeah, yeah we got the final four coming up obviously the elite A's live right now arkansas baylor as we record um yep baylor tomorrow right now tomorrow we night we're we're recording this like i said on march 29th so tomorrow on the 30th we're going to record our final four predictions and the rest of the way predictions because it's tough for recording purposes when we record on when Final yeah, Four is going to happen. Basically our fourth chance bracket in a way, if you want to call it that. Yeah, because our first brackets were uh, not great. At least Josh picked Gonzaga. I picked Illinois. I was yeah. part of the Illinois crowd. So my bracket's been busted for about uh, a week now. I haven't. It's just been fun to watch the games. But enough time. We've, we've rambled on enough. We hope you guys enjoyed the video. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, share the videos on Facebook. Yeah, do all that YouTube. good stuff, please. We always appreciate it. We tell will us drop... how we can improve. Tell us your thoughts, everything, yeah. you know. Yep. All that good stuff. We love to hear it. Yep, and we will also drop in the comments. We we just started our Instagram page this week as well. So hopefully you guys can all follow on that because we'll post updates on yeah, there as well. People and, better follow on that. And get um, more viewers. Or you better get ready for the big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, until then, this is Little Rory Sports Talk. And in case you forget, I'll be checking back. Yes, and I'm Aris Cicilline, and that's Josh Moran, and we'll hope you guys have a good day. Stay safe, y'all.